Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Ella. I'm a compulsive overeater. And um, most of you know me or I know you. And uh, so I'm not sure I have anything new or interesting to say, um, but I, um, I just wanna be here with you and say that it's really important for me to say that I haven't had to overeat compulsively for over 25 years. I've been in the program a lot longer than that. I've been in the program for um, almost 40 years. And so it was a process of continuing to come back no matter what, of not making overeating a moral issue, of understanding that I'm an addict with food and that once I begin eating certain things, I'm not going to stop. And I just say this over and over again, because abstinence is precious and it's available to everyone. That doesn't mean that it's easy necessarily, but it is available, it is possible. And I guess the decision is, is it worth it? And I, get, I only have to look at what my life was like before. And I have enough mess in my life now that adding to it with food, with overeating, with the kind of just mental and physical destruction that go along with it, I don't want to have to do that. And I think the best way I know, or the only way I know, is to keep on coming to meetings, to try to, in every way, be honest. So where I'm going to go tonight, I'm not quite sure. I thought I would, um, let me see if I can share a picture or two for you, which is always interesting. Uh, let's see if that works. So um, this is me in the summer. And this is me before I came into program. And this is me when I wore long black velvet dress in the middle of summer with lots of accessories because I thought, well, then you couldn't necessarily see how large I was. But I, you know, and I attended, um, I attended the young people's um, presentation at the R2 assembly. And it was really amazing, again, to hear from the speakers what their lives had been like before program and the kind of just obsession with self and body and weight. And let's see if I can stop the share. Um, I had one more thing I was gonna share, but that's okay. Um, I will, I'll do it. Um, 
this, okay, I'm gonna, I think, shut this down. This, I don't know if you can see this, if it needs to be reduced, but in any case, um, this is a representation of my obsession with myself and how I looked. And it was like, I would be taking these pictures in the photo booth all the time. And I weigh 115 on one end and 182 on the other. And um, I think what, I just know what I heard from them, from the young people was like the kind of, my whole life was taken up and colored by my weight in my body and by what I ate, what I didn't eat, by dieting, by being off a diet, by, it was, it was a full-time obsession and it was a very narrow life. And it undercut everything. It's not that there wasn't anything else going on in my life. I was, you know, I was in graduate school. I did various things. I had a career but I had relationships, but this was like that underlying theme, you know, it was sort of like, like the sludge in your basement, or it wasn't even in the basement, it was rising up into the house. It was just, you know, rot. And phew, so that is almost enough of that. And I've been, um, thinking about steps six and seven quite a bit lately. Um, and I like to quote one of our fellows who's right here, who has said that the only thing she's entirely ready for is dinner. And the whole idea of being entirely ready to let go of these character defects or to have them removed. I think that's the, dif the difficult part. It's like, I still have a moral issue about my behavior. I mean, why not? You know, like a lot of the times it's really just off the wall. And yet, how do I just have that, to, that humility and patience to keep coming back the way, you know, it was with the food? I mean, there's a kind of pain that the food causes that is just so unbearable, but this this thing about just, you know, like, oh, did it again, you know, it's kind of like, yuck, um, yelled at someone, talked talk too much, interrupted, was convinced of my opinion, um, you know, just judged, you know, had unkind judgments toward others over and over and over again, you know, and it's just like, yike. It's like, egad. Um, and, you know, I have to be willing to sort of face that and be willing to admit that and be willing to share among all of you that I am a tremendously, tremendously imperfect human being. And I guess I remember when I first came to program, there were a couple of off the wall characters. Actually, there were quite a few off the wall characters in our Berkeley and Oakland fellowship. And, you know, I used to say, well, if that bitch can keep 200 pounds off her body, I suppose there's a hope for me. And, um, and you know, the fact is the matter is that that 
bitch, and I'm only calling her that because that she used to come to program to meetings and say that her husband had told her to to tell everybody what a bitch she was at home and not to just try and look good in the meeting. But um, it it gave me hope that somebody who was as angry and wrathful, you know, steam would be coming out of her ears. And yet, you know, she was abstinent. And I felt like, I, well, I didn't have to be a perfect person in order to be abstinent. But now in order to live in some kind of harmony and not be, you know, emotionally off the wall, that that is a really, that's what all the rest of the steps are about, you know, that they're about. And another one of you who's in the room will, will, will remember saying that, the program is about growing up and getting over yourself. And I think that, yeah, you know, that thing about, uh, you know, still being an infant, still wanting approval, attention, and still wanting, st wanting just that whole state of wantingness, you know, which is such, is so difficult because it's never fulfilled. And um, I was reading this uh, letter that Bill W. had written about emotional sobriety. And it, um, it, it says, um, since AA began, I've taken immense wallops in all these areas because of my failure to grow up emotionally and spiritually. My God, how painful it is to keep demanding the impossible and how very painful to discover finally that all along we have had the cart before the horse. Then comes the final agony of seeing how awfully wrong we have been but still finding ourselves unable to get off the emotional merry-go-round. You know, Bill never minces words. He, it's like agony and awful. And thank you, thank you, Bill. You know, in 1953, after how many years of sobriety, um, to come up and saying this. And he's- he, Hey, that's, all, that's 10 minutes, Ella. Okay, I'm gonna just read this, this thing here. Suddenly I realized what the matter was. My basic flaw had always been dependence, almost absolute dependence on people or circumstances to supply me with prestige, security, and the like. Failing to get these according to my perfectionist dreams and specifications, I had fought for them. And when defeat came, so did my depression. There wasn't a chance of making the outgoing love of St. Francis a workable and joyous way of life until these fatal and absolute dependencies were cut away. Um, and I think that, that the thing is that it's that practice, that practice of being willing to look to what I can give to a situation rather than what I can get out of it. And that, you know, that very simple essence of that the whole purpose of this program is for us to carry the message to help another suffering compulsive overeater, another suffering addict. And um, it's, I, 
a while back, I have this nice pink page that was sent to me by, um, by our dear Julie A. And it was, why are you going through this? So you can help someone when she goes through it. And why do I, why am I in this program? So I can be of service, that there isn't any other reason. And that how can I approach life in a better way so that I feel better at the end of the day? It's like, what did I, what was I able to give? What was I able to contribute? And not in some Pollyanna way, but because that's what makes me feel better. Like I feel better when I'm of service. I feel better when I'm practicing generosity. I feel better when I um, appreciate other people rather than take them down. And, and God knows, you know, here I am after all these years on the earth, after all these years abstaining, and I just am still a mess, you know? Um, and <laughs> there's no way around it. But um, there's a glimmer, you know, in every day, take notice of the, of the glimmer, you know, of the ways in which, well, I wasn't, you know, in which I appreciated something in which um, I was actually thoughtful, in which I showed up. And, uh, and understanding over and over again that I can't renovate myself. You know, I cannot, I cannot do that. I just don't have the capacity. So I just have to say, help, you know, let me just help me, help me not be an asshole today. I mean, that could just be the simplest of, of uh, upon awakening prayers. <laughs> help me not put my foot in it. Help me not. Oh, help, David, I'm sorry. This is being recorded and I've used these, this terrible creepy, dirty language. Well, anyway, that's me. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anybody who's listening to the podcast or who bothers to listen to it, I'm sorry. Um, you know, it's, it's just, we're, we're here. We're down, um, we're down to earth. We're down in the muck with all of us and it's okay. And in that case, I just have to say for anybody who's having any kind of struggle, emotional, physical, uh, spiritual, just, just keep, just keep waking up the next morning and putting one foot in front of the other and trying our best. And that's, one minute, Ella. that's all I can ask of myself. And so if anything I've said is of any use, um, that's, I'm grateful. And if what I haven't said has been of any use, there's many people now who are going to share and I'm going to stop. So thank you all very much. And thank you, Jazz, for asking me.